Hey, I'm Caleb Howard, and welcome to Tales from Sacred Texts. This podcast tells stories from the holy books of major religions that will have you asking, was that really in the Bible? This is a bonus mini-episode that I'm releasing in honor of our first day, and we hope you enjoy it. Just a quick content warning before you continue listening, this story has some moderate adult themes, an instance of sexual assault, and some higher-than-usual violence, so feel free to skip this episode if that's not something you're comfortable with. For those who want to continue listening, we're going to continue after the sponsor break. Today's story is the story of Dinah, and we'll learn that lust makes some men very, very gullible. In addition, we'll find out that the brothers of a woman that you just sexually assaulted are absolutely not your friends. So, without further ado, we'll get right into the story. People of Shechem were terrible, awful people. That's probably because the Shechem, the man who they descended from, was a nasty dude as well. He saw Dinah wandering around, thought she was attractive, and took her into his tent. Afterwards, he wished he hadn't done that. He liked this girl a lot. He figured that saying some kind words to her should make up for what he just did. As a side note, there are some people who argue that Dinah agreed to this encounter as a one-night stand sort of thing, and there are certainly arguments that 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 may have been what had happened. But since we don't know for sure, we're going to go with the traditional theory that she was raped by Shechem, because it fits in with what we know about him and his future descendants. Shechem stood up and he had a bright idea. He could ask her to marry him. Surely that would do it. She'd be in love with him then. Shechem went to Jacob, Dinah's father, and also Dinah's brothers, and offered them as much money as they wanted. You guys can marry people from our city if you want. Trade with us, take our stuff, whatever. Just let me marry your your daughter. Please, he begged. Jacob's brothers had already heard, of course, what had happened, and they were furious. Simeon and Levi were men of action, though. When Shechem stood there begging them to allow him to marry Dinah, Simeon and Levi pulled him aside. From the looks on their faces, Shechem thought the brothers were going to beat him up. Come on. He really just loved Dinah. That's why he'd done what he'd done. Simeon slapped him on the shoulder. They got why he'd done it. There were some pretty good-looking women in his city, too, they had to admit. They liked his idea of intermarrying. There weren't many women around here that weren't their sisters. Levi glared at Simeon. What was he doing? Simeon motioned for Levi to be quiet. Here's the thing. Simeon explained to Shechem. They had a weird culture, you see. Uncircumcised men were hateful to them. That's probably why Dinah had really enjoyed, you know, their encounter. But if your whole city is circumcised... We won't have that to worry about anymore, and you're free to marry our sister. Shechem was really excited. Yeah, he wasn't looking forward to the whole circumcision thing, but he was completely obsessed with Dinah. He was willing to do anything to have her. The Bible mentions here how Shechem was the best guy in his whole family. Seeing as Shechem was a rapist, that's a pretty low bar and suggests the rest of his family was just horrible. 
I guess you can give the guy some credit for trying to get the blessing of the family and being completely willing to do anything to make up for his past actions, except give the woman a choice. As a son of a king, he could have just forcibly married the woman without saying anything to Jacob. So I guess you can see where he may have done something right in this scenario by going to the father. Still, he's quite obviously a pretty bad guy, and the Bible says that as well. Shechem stood before the people of the city. He gestured toward the tent city that housed Jacob and the Hebrews. It was an encampment of several hundred people. All that stuff could be ours, he said in a classic inspirational speech, if only we circumcise ourselves. What? The men were not about that. So, we get a few women, a lot of livestock, we take their stuff, who cares? We have to circumcise ourselves. That's literally the worst thing that we could do to ourselves. You just want to marry that Dinah girl. Circumcise yourself, but don't get us involved in it. Shechem looked down. He couldn't help it. That was the deal. If you want to marry the girl, your whole city has to circumcise themselves. The brothers had been quite clear. The men of the city rolled their eyes. Fine. Shechem had better let them keep a lot of stuff and have a lot of women. Shechem nodded. They'd have it. He just wanted Dinah so, so, so bad. The next two days were really painful, for the men of the city at least. For Simeon and Levi, they were hilarious. Levi looked at Simeon though. He wasn't exactly sure what the end game was. Dinah was still in Shechem's house. I told you, Levi. Simeon looked annoyed. Just trust me. Early on the morning of the third day after the mass circumcision, Simeon shook Levi awake. Levi rubbed his eyes. What are we doing up this early? We've seen plenty of adults get circumcised, haven't we? Simeon asked. Levi shuddered. He didn't want to see that happen again. The third day, Levi. The third day. Levi understood everything now. The third day. It was when the pain from the circumcision became unbearable. It was miserable. And today was the third day. Simeon smiled. Now you're getting it. He grabbed his sword. Simeon and Levi went full Rambo on the city. The two of them killed every single male, or at least they thought they did, and took the women and the children prisoner. They went into Shechem's house and pointed their swords at him. Shechem was terrified. I thought we were friends, he shrieked. Absolutely not, the brother said. You raped our sister. There's going to be no mercy for you. And they cut him down where he stood, so in pain that he was unable to defend himself. The brothers took Dinah's hand and led her out of Shechem's house, traumatized but relieved that she did not have to marry her rapist. A couple of the men of the city did escape, and so did a few women and children. A few years later, when things had died down, they moved back to their old city and started rebuilding. Eventually, they founded the city of Shechem, named after their fallen leader. Music
bonus round, Simeon laughed and shouted as he started looting the city. He took all the livestock, all the gold, and all the wealth in the city. The brothers looted the houses, looted the fields, and took absolutely anything they wanted. They returned to their father, Jacob, with big smiles on their faces. We got her out of there just before she had to marry that royal ugly dude. Is that a George Carlin line? Simeon and Levi were about to answer in unison that it was not George Carlin's line, it was Rufus's, but the look on their father's face convinced them that it was not the time for jokes or pop culture references from 3,000 years in the future. That was massive overkill, Jacob said. Like, literal overkill. Jacob was absolutely furious. Listen, right now, you guys are absolute idiots. We just killed a defenseless city. Do you know what allies are? If the people of the city have any of these, the allies will come and wipe us out. There's not that many of us. We'd be like sheep before the slaughter. Feel bad for me, okay? Your daughter just got raped, and you're trying to make this about yourself? Simeon and Levi were furious. You don't get the point, Jacob said. You didn't kill one guy for the crime of raping your sister. You literally slaughtered an entire city. Also, you didn't issue an open challenge to battle. You did the moral equivalent of slitting their throats in the middle of the night. That's completely dishonorable. Simeon and Levi refused to acknowledge that they'd done anything wrong. Should he have been allowed to treat our sister like a whore? Well, that's it for this episode. In a few weeks, we'll hear another story about the people of Shechem and some more of the terrible things they did. That won't be next week, though. Next week, we'll be continuing the story of Tobit. If you haven't listened to this week's main episode, Tobit Part 1, you should go ahead and do that because it's a really great story. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you leave a review or subscribe if you like this podcast. Feel free to contact me with questions, comments, or concerns at talesfromsacredtexts at gmail.com. That's talesfromsacredtexts at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and see you next week. Scripting is done by myself, Caleb Howard, and music is by myself and by Anchor Podcasts.